Hey, you guys. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the podcast. So I've got a topic today that I have been thinking a lot about recently, especially because it's something that I'm currently working on and working through right now, which is always the easiest topics for me to talk about because I can only really ever share from my personal experience, whether that was a past experience or a current experience. And I always say like hindsight is 2020 and that's where I really have all the messages and the inspiration to share, I guess the wisdom coming out of a situation. And so this is something I have been talking about a lot recently on my social media, and it's kind of along the lines of taking ownership of your life, taking ownership of your healing and, you know, being responsible for the way your life is going and the work that you need to do to grow yourself and be better and heal from traumas if that's something that you're dealing with. And so I've been thinking a lot lately because this year has been a very transformational year for me so far already. And I know like I have so many people that say, you know, 2020 is, you know, we're not, 2020 never happened. We're just going to, you know, cut this year off and not me. I am very grateful for this year and everything that it's taught me so far. And, you know, along the lines of the coronavirus and that whole, the whole pandemic, and being quarantined, I am somebody who really enjoyed the quarantine, really enjoyed the solitude and really dug in and took everything away from it that I can. And I'm not saying that everyone should have done that or that I'm any better or any worse or anything like that. I just, I feel like I really found opportunity in it for me personally. And it was a good time for me to slow down and dig deep within myself and find things that needed healing and to sit alone with myself and with my thoughts and my words, my self-talk and really just figure out Celine and who Celine wanted to be and just all the ways that I could continue to grow and help other people with, with that growth. Because the last year and a half for me personally has been very rough. It, there has been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of instability, a lot of uncertainty, and tons of pain and suffering and trauma that I wasn't super aware of as I am now. And when the quarantine first happened, I was very uncomfortable very uncomfortable, which I think a lot of people were because you have nothing to do but sit with yourself and in your thoughts. And a lot of the times people don't like to sit alone with themselves and them, their thoughts because they're not always the best. You know, you think of negative situations or you replay memories in your head of things that you maybe wish were different. And, you know, you're either like living in the past, living in the future, you're worried, there's anxiety, all of the things. And a lot of us turn to outward uh, sources, you know, drugs, alcohol, relationships, you know, we turn to these outside things, hoping that it'll fix us or, you know, fill a void that we're feeling. And that is something that I can say that I have done. I think a lot of people can say that they've done that. And I've never struggled with alcoholism or drugs or anything like that. But my thing was always wanting to be around people. I didn't like to be alone. I didn't like to be with myself. And I never really understood why because 
I would say that I love myself. I would say that I'm happy with who I am on a surface level, you know, and I think that I wasn't really understanding why I felt so uncomfortable to be with myself if I'm someone that works on myself daily and I love myself and, you know, I'm an inspiration to people and I do what I do on social media and I help change lives and, you know, things like that. I didn't understand why I was so uncomfortable being alone and being with myself and being in my own thoughts. And, you know, what I realized being alone and having to sit with that because I didn't let myself come out of that. You know, I didn't call someone the second that I felt like I was alone and wanted someone to talk to. I didn't put on Netflix to drown out the white noise. I didn't do those things because I was very conscious and aware of why I was doing it, which is very important. Being aware of your habits and your patterns is so important. It's the first step. You have to be aware of them in order to change them. And so I was very hyper aware that anytime it was silent or I felt uncomfortable, I wanted to play music or I wanted to put a show on Netflix or I wanted to call or FaceTime one of my friends or my sister or something like that. And I didn't allow myself to do that. And it got very uncomfortable. You know, there was a lot of emotions lots of emotions, lots of crying and like letting things out and releasing things. And I realized that over the last year and a half, what I consider to be strength, mental strength was suppression. I was suppressing a lot of emotions, a lot of trauma, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. And although I am a strong person and it does take a lot of mental strength to be able to show up daily in, in and out day in and day out for the things that I needed to for my business, for um, myself. You know, I always continued doing the things through all the hard situations I was going through, but I was suppressing a lot. And I seen this quote literally, I don't, I don't know, a couple of days ago, and it hit so hard because it's something that I had realized you know, a few months ago when this whole quarantine started happening and it said, and take this with you because it's just like, it hits so good. It said, I couldn't heal because I kept pretending I wasn't hurt. Just sit with that for a minute. Isn't that crazy? I couldn't heal because I kept pretending I wasn't hurt. And that was me for a year and a half. And I've always considered myself because I've been through a lot of things since, you know, I was young, a young teenager. I was on my own at 16. I had to work, pay my own bills, buy my own car. Like I had a lot going on at a very early age and kind of grew up quick and faced struggles and faced adversity like very early and had already been through so many things. And I, I always considered myself this strong person that I could just, you know, tackle anything and I can, but that doesn't mean that I was actively working through things and digging deep and and taking things apart and healing what needed to be healed and then moving on. I was just suppressing it and being like, oh, this doesn't matter. And just piling things on top and piling things on top until I realized I wasn't happy with myself anymore. I didn't love who I was or who I was becoming. And, And what's so interesting for me personally is my job, you know, being someone in network marketing, being a social media influencer, I show up on these platforms every single day to share, you know, my lifestyle, to share inspiration. And although I get a lot of positive feedback from people, this is something that I realized, 
you know, a lot of people tell me you're so motivating. Um, you motivate me, you inspire me, you, all of these like positive, amazing qualities that people would tell me about myself that I no longer felt about myself. And that's what really matters because people can tell you something over and over again, as, as positive as it may be. And it doesn't resonate or stick if you don't feel that way about yourself. And, you know, maybe you've hit the situation, like, have you ever tried to love somebody who was super insecure and you let them know how incredible they are and how beautiful they are, whatever it is. But if they don't feel that way about themselves, it's like talking to a brick wall. It's kind of the same way. You know, I didn't, at one point felt all these things about myself. I felt confident in who I was and I felt inspiring and I felt motivating and I felt, you know, like a good person. But over the last, you know, few months, um, you know, earlier in this year and even last year, just, you know, over the last year and a half, you know, building up to getting to where I am now and, and digging deep and doing the work to, to come out. Um, I didn't like who I was anymore. And that was so crazy because it's kind of like it didn't register. The, and, and like I said, it didn't click until I realized I didn't want to so show up on social media anymore. I found it so hard to get on Instagram every day and do my job to show up and be a light for other people and to uh, motivate them or, you know, say positive words and encourage people because I didn't feel like that myself. I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel like I was doing things that inspired me. Um, maybe in my business, you know, doing the things that I do every day, you know, getting up and working out and, um, you know, promoting a healthy lifestyle and doing a lot of self-development. It, it kind of felt like I was just going through the motions of it because that was my routine and what I was so used to doing, but it no longer felt like I was happy that I was radiating this, this light that I had once known myself to radiate. And that's when it clicked that I was like, I have to do some work because, you know, over the last year and a half of going through all of these trials and tribulations, I don't know the word to stick on it. Um, I was doing things that didn't align with my morals, with my values, that didn't make me feel good. Maybe for a moment, you know, but for the longevity, no. I was putting myself in situations that I knew I shouldn't be in. I was disregarding other people's feelings, um, just doing whatever I wanted at the expense of other people's feelings and just being very, very selfish and just notice this about myself. And it's very hard to get into alignment with good vibrations and good feelings when you're constantly doing things that take you out of it. When you're constantly doing things that don't align to your morals or to things that you value. And it's just like, I didn't know who I was anymore and why I was so okay with doing these things. And I think we self-sabotage a lot. We can self-sabotage a lot because I felt like my life was just a shitstorm. I felt like such a shitstorm that I just kept doing things that aligned with that shitstorm because I was like, well, you know, I've already, you know, I'm already shitty doing this and I'm going to, you know, it just, it, it's like a negative domino effect instead of just being like calling myself out and being like, Hey, let's get this shit together. And that's something that I don't think a lot of people are able to do, but it's so important. And I honestly, I honor myself and I take pride in my ability and my desire, more importantly, my desire to want to be better, to really look within and, and look in the mirror and, and realize 
this is not who I want to be, or I'm not happy doing these things and taking responsibility and ownership for the shit, the bad things, the mistakes that I've made, the, you know, being selfish and the disregarding and, and really just fixing myself. I think it takes a lot to want to fix yourself because sometimes you're the problem. You know, that's something that I did. I literally just got in complete solitude. I made myself alone, which was, which was so crazy that the quarantine, like it all aligned at the perfect moment. That's why I found such great opportunity in this whole pandemic. And, and the fact that we had to self quarantine and, and really be in, be alone, you know, cause I was already doing that. And then it was like, I was forced to do it, which to me was a gift because maybe I wouldn't have been strong enough to do it on my own. I don't know. So to me, I feel like that was a gift from the universe. Like, okay, well now you've got no choice, buckle down and get to work, you know? And that was something that I was doing because I was like, I need to fix me. I need to fix me because I'm the problem. And again, I honor myself for taking that responsibility and that ownership and doing the hard things. I don't like to be alone. Okay. Like I, I said this, like I'm not someone that likes to be alone, but I knew it was necessary because it's not anybody else's responsibility to fix you or to help you heal your traumas or to have to, um, you know, maneuver around your toxic behaviors or your toxic patterns because of things that you previously went through. Um, it's nobody else's responsibility to do that. It's yours. And it's important for you to get in solitude and, and to really take time alone to do those things because other people can't, can't help you do that. And I realize that other people can't help me and having outside influences. I, I haven't even hung out with, with friends, you know, like I just completely got in solitude because I was like, I can't heal and I can't do what I need to do with all these other outside influences. And so being somebody who isn't comfortable being um, alone not being happy being alone. It took a lot for me to do that. And I do honor myself for that. And I think it's very important to honor yourself for doing the hard things that, that you need to do. Um, you know, because life is your creation. Like everything is your own doing and like your life reflects everything that you're creating. And I feel like there is so much, like that's such a gut check. And it's like, like when you hear that, but it's also very empowering. It's also very liberating to know that you have the ability to change your life at any moment. You know, whatever you're not changing, you are actively choosing. And so if you're in a situation that you don't want to be in, you've got to change it. If you're at a job that doesn't fulfill you or make you happy, or it's negatively impacting your life, you have the ability to change that. If you are in a relationship whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship that is not serving you, that is not bettering you, that is hindering your well-being and your growth. If you're not changing that, then you're choosing it. And it's easier said than done always. But again, stand in that power of life is like, I have the power to, to, to do something different. Like I have the power to change my life at any moment and start to make changes in whatever area that you need to make changes in. For me personally, it was, it was getting, being alone, being by myself and truly getting to the core of what my issues were. Um, understanding my, my toxic patterns and my own toxic traits. Like you have to be mature enough and responsible enough to call yourself out on your own toxic traits. Like it's not just other people. And when things trigger you focus on that. 
hone in on it and figure out why things are triggering you because that is a learning opportunity for you to figure out why is this bothering me? Like what trauma or what situation that I had gone through previously caused me to have this belief about what the situation that's causing me to react in this way. And I had a lot, a lot of toxic patterns and a lot of triggers that I didn't even know were triggers until I started getting quiet with myself and digging deep and, and figuring it out. Um, and now like slowly, but surely over the last two, three months, I have been working so hard on myself, so hard on myself and doing the work and getting uncomfortable and crying, getting emotional. Like I love crying. <laughs> I feel like so many people don't like crying and it's because it's vulnerability, but I love getting vulnerable because when you get vulnerable, that's where you break shit down. And that's where you have some of the best breakthroughs. I said this joke to my friend once. I'm like, I feel like I'm having so many breakthroughs. I mean, breakdowns, but breakthroughs, but really through the breakdowns, there's breakthroughs. And so you've got to break everything down. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable because if you're not, then you're just going to keep those walls up and you're going to keep suppressing things that shouldn't be suppressed. Again, I'm going to take you back to that quote. I couldn't heal because I wouldn't admit that I was hurt. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so you, you've got to do those things. And again, I've, been, I've just been doing so much work on myself and it's something that I want to talk about and share about because so many people should be doing inner work that they're avoiding because of the discomfort. Um, but what you think of yourself is so important. And you know, you've got to hang out with yourself every single day. You have to wake up and look yourself in the mirror. You have to be in your own body. Like who the fuck do you want to be? Who do you want to hang around all day? Like, do you ever have that like toxic friend or that very like negative friend that like when you get around them, like you just feel pulled down, like you just feel weighed down by their negativity and they're always complaining or gossiping or just doing all these things that don't bring any positive emotion to you. Do you want to be that person for yourself? Like, I feel like I was that person for myself. Like I was negative. I didn't even want to be around myself anymore. Like I was no longer a person that I was happy to be around, that I loved, that I valued, I didn't like it. And you, you, what you think of yourself is so important. And ask yourself that, like, what do you think of yourself? Like, what do you really think of you? And not your ego response of what you want other people to think of yourself or, you know, your answer that's kind of like deflecting how you truly feel because it sounds better to think this of yourself. Like, what do you truly think about yourself? Because when I had to get dig deep and figure that out, like, what do I really think about myself in this moment? It wasn't anything good. And that's okay. Because it took the awareness to understand that and admit that to myself to begin to change it and to begin to do things differently, to build myself back up to a person that I love to be around, that I wanted to be around, that I was inspired by, that I was motivated by every single day again. And so maybe you don't even know what you think about yourself. And that's okay, but it's something that you should know. It's something that you ought to know so that you could figure it out so you can get to know yourself and where you're at, honor yourself for where you're at, but then figure out who you want to be and where you want to be and stand in the power of knowing that you get to create that person. You get to create, you know, that, that higher self of yours that you want to be. Um, but you know, it really, 
I wanted to share this because I feel like I, I kind of feel as this was all over the place, but I was, you know, speaking out loud, sharing my thoughts, um, and, and letting you know that it's okay to not really like where you're at, because I knew what it felt like to dislike myself and all my qualities way back when, before I started my whole health, fitness, wellness journey and started digging into self-development and really changing my life in the first place, you know, like three and a half years ago, I knew what it felt like to dislike myself and to not want to be around myself and, and not like where my life was headed or what was going on. And then I also knew what it felt like to come out of that and build myself to a person that I, that I love. And, you know, I, again, not too long ago, just found myself disliking myself again. And that's life. You know, you're not going to be high all the time. Like life is full of highs and lows and you've got to have the lows to appreciate the highs, right? You've got to have the darkness to appreciate the light. And that's totally okay because life is never going to be one straight line. It's never going to be rainbows and sunshines. It's going to be full of ups and downs and you're going to have to go through struggles and pain and suffering, but it's, it's how you handle it. It's how you go through it. It's how you come out of it. That makes the difference. And being able to really process what you're going through in a healthy way and dig in and do the work to actually heal from what you're going through so that you can positively move on, not suppress it and be like, Hey, moving on now. Like, but actually be able to get honest with yourself and dig deep and do the work and pick up the pieces, put them back together and then move on. Um, so that's a little bit of, I guess, kind of like my, my words, my wisdom, my experience. Um, thank you for listening in as always leave a review, leave a comment. Um, let me know how you liked the episode. Let me know if there's something specific that you want me to talk about. Follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm talking every single day on my Instagram stories. My handle is at Celine Bacardi and I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day.